All right, and welcome to the uh, Rugby Report Card here for the first week back post-lockdown. Um, Richard? Hey. <laughs> Blake? Hey, Jim. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good, good. Not a strong good start, but they never are. No, they never are. So it starts <laughs> on our strength. Yeah, just get the ball rolling and eventually just... it turns into this luscious snowball. All luscious right. snowball? Yeah, a nice big white thing. Yeah, it's just I, sort of nice. I can yeah. I can roll with that. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's right. I told you, it's already there. It's already there. Excited <laughs> to have rugby back, Joe. How are you boys? Uh, yeah, no, how good. Um, it's nice to have, be able to watch something on TV that's not league. Sorry, all those leagueies out there, but it's nice to nice to watch it. Uh, it's it's good to watch uh, Aussie derbies. That's ultimately uh, you go in there with a bit of hope rather than going, oh, it's just going to lose again. No, so it's it's great to have it back. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I look. I think a, a few people. I think I tweeted something to this effect, and I've heard these sentiments echoed out there in the rugby sphere. Uh, I actually think COVID might save rugby in Australia. Why, for that very reason that you're not compared to Aussie teams every week? Kiwi teams. Every, everything. That's Kiwi teams, I, sorry, yeah. Everything. I think we've uh, saved $7, 8000000 million a year in administration. Uh, we'll lose some of our high-profile players that we can't afford to keep. We'll have a financial system set up. You'll have a, a competition that's on TV every week. You know, I've got... My brother was around yesterday, and he was watching the rugby, and he said, oh, mate... I'm into it. I can never actually follow the season normally. Um, but I just love that I know the Tars are going to play pretty much every weekend. And it's a little bit of a toss of a coin too. You don't really know who's going to win. And then there's the other element of you can just enjoy it for what it is rather than have this comparison. Mm. Yeah. And this you know, rather than go, oh, they played well, but they get smashed by the Crusaders a week later. I kind of think when you look at the Waratahs who had, what, 13 players under 20? Seven players under 23, between 20 and 23. Yeah, we would get smashed by an overseas team. But uh, we're in a rebuild. They're the players we can afford right now. And, and it's a it's a beautiful opportunity for them to flourish and find their feet. Mm. And to the point where it's unwatchable. You can't watch 20 debutants get smashed by the Crusaders. I don't want to watch that. No, you don't want to watch no, that. But this, no. is, this is competitive. I mean, both games were, were live with 10 minutes to go. Mm. And the Australian Derby. And then you throw over to the Kiwi comp and you've got competitive every single game there and you've got bloody full houses. I just think, I don't know, may, maybe it's absence makes the heart grow fonder, but I feel like it's totally revived my passion. So what were your takeaways from the first first week of games? The Australian games? Mm. Um, awesome. Really, really enjoyed it. I think the first game was an absolute belter, full of passion. The second game was a little bit vanilla. Um, but yeah, should we jump into some analysis? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Let's roll. Someone jump in there. It's been a while. I'm rusty. I don't remember how we do this. No, you just start. Well, let's, on start let's start with it. Well, let's start with it. If you want to start with the Reds, uh, Taz, what are, what is your number one takeaway from it? Do we say the Red the the, the Waratahs actually performed better than expected, and that's encouraging? Do we go down the line of yeah, the Reds they got over the line. They haven't you know done that more recently. This is a good side. Um, do we take the line that Jack Dempsey, um, not Jack Dempsey, um, or all of them? Who who was who stood out for you? Who was the who was the one? I think there's lots and lots and lots of positives, and I think we'll get into that because I think it is important that 
some rugby commentators are positive because the Fox boys certainly aren't. Um, I'm so but sick I think of them, there are, man. yeah, no, it's punishing. But I think the only the only negative or question mark I have is I don't know why the Reds aren't better. Hmm. Um, it's because they don't have a five eight man. I was not overly stoked with O'Connor. I think it's 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 great. It makes me so happy seeing him there calling the shots and playing that general role. Hmm. And he's so much more relaxed and and confident in his movements, but he does, he's not showing like natural ten talent that you're seeing. Mm. I Will Harrison played a much better game than him, I thought, and I thought Lolaseo ripped. He ripped. Oh, and Tamua, Tamua absolutely smashed. O'Connor was I'll, a clear fourth five eight for me. So I'll, where does I'll he fit into that weekend. team? Though? I don't think I don't think that's fair when we look at the rest of this season. I think O'Connor was the form ten going into the break. Um, I think he played okay, O'Connor. He, I agree with your analysis, though, Jimmy. He didn't play like a 10. You wouldn't have known Paisami and Hamish Stewart were on the field, and that's two of the best players. They didn't get any ball because O'Connor, he just likes contact a lot. He likes to run it a lot. He plays like a centre or a fullback, really. Um, but it's one week. I reckon he was probably nervous and chomping at the bit to to make contact and get into the game. So I'm not I'm not so quick to write him off just yet. Where do you think he actually does best fit into that Reds team, though? It's a really tricky one. Yeah, I almost think it's a, a straight swap with him and Hamish Stewart. Mm-hmm. Probably Jim? makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, that's the only... I don't think I'd throw him at fullback. No, Jock Campbell's um, a gun. Um, but, but that's it. Campbell played 14, man. Hegarty was... Yeah, I was going to say, Hegarty played fullback, didn't he? Mm. Um, but yeah, it'd be worth trying... But, I mean, they won the game, so I think they're going to run a fairly similar team. I was all mm. about Murphy, but Murphy threw, like, absolute shit when he came on. Mm. Which which put him under so much fucking pressure. They almost lost the game because they were so shit at it. Mm. Well, let, let's talk some positives about, um, about this game. I thought both teams' back rows were awesome. Um, and Weren't they bad. had that, like, young bloke anger. You know when you go and watch a, a first 15 schoolboy game or a first grade cult game and they're just like, they've got that adolescent anger hmm. that, you know, that once you start playing enough rugby, you get a bit of maturity and you're able to harness it. It was kind of just that raw aggression that these back rows were just belting the absolute shit out of each other. Um, some of the biggest contact I've seen in an Australian derby in a very, very long time. They were just lining each up. The bloody Queensland number eight, he must have said something to piss the Tars off because every time he got it, and he'd carved in the season up to now, every time he got it, he was just had a target on his back and Lockie Swinton would just line him up. Well, they probably, like for like comparisons, grew up playing rugby against each other with those state battles. And both of them, so Wilson's probably had the chip on him um, up until mm. this point, but Swinton came out with a fucking tattoo. Didn't he? Didn't he? But how Wright, Wilson, McWright, Swinton, Harrison, Hooper all played bloody good. And then you've got Dempsey on the bench. Um, it's it's pretty impressive. So it was. Both back rows. I really enjoyed that. And now you've got Angus Scott Young on the bench. It's a lot of good back rows. Then I was watching the Brumbies. Hang on, before you go into the... Hardwick for the Rebels. Like, just the back row stocks are impressive. What did you think, talking about the back rows, and what did you think of the breakdown with the new... I wouldn't even say new rules or the, let's just call them the refereeing of the rules. There was lots of penalties, but it seemed fast flowing. What, what did you, it, what did it, you think? It, it was... didn't seem as, as 
much more than it usually is to me. Mm. I wasn't like... No, it but, feels more like a commentator beat up than it does actually a, a change. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's, it's it's like a marketing tool. We have, we're strict on the rules. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly the same, man. And I also thought the yeah, same thing it, about that the one off- was, yeah. I thought the same thing about the offside line, about how they were going to be incredibly strict with that, looking at staying half a metre back. They definitely weren't. It was just run of the mill. Mm. Oh, and I just think uh, both games were refereed very, very differently. The the Queensland Tars game really flowed. Um, the Rebels Brumbies game, and we'll get to Gardner, I guess, just very stop start. So a little bit different. Um, another, another, sorry, another no, positive. No, no, go for it. I'm moving on. I don't, don't stop me. Fuck it. This ball's rolling. Is um, <laughs> Tate McDermott? What an absolute freak, man! Mm. I'm huge on that dude. Huge. Yeah, me too, mate. I'm impressed huge. as well. Yeah, it was really mm. cool. It was good. What did an you, interesting uh, little arm wrestle between him and uh, Joe Powell, I think. Because if you look at who the four halfbacks are now, Gordon's not playing for the Tars. I don't think Short's in the mix. Um, Lawrence, he's handy, but I don't think he's quite in their league. McDermott v Powell's going to be... I think they both had a blinder. Yeah. See, the thing with this is Lawrence has all the room to grow. McDermott's got to hold this level of which he's established week to week to week, which is a lot tougher to do. Yeah, but he's got a good platform, though. He does. He has a great that, that Reds That uh, Reds forward pack. I think the Reds, though, you, I think you notice the second row is missing a little bit. Rodder and Hawkins. I think, they, I think they're probably both starting 15 players. I thought Salakai Loto was smashing blokes as well. So did I. I I noticed an absence in their second row. I thought their front row was dominant um, and probably didn't even get the reward they deserved. They were just smashed the Tars up front. Mm. Um, Tongan Thor's an interesting one. The more I watch him, the more I think he's the most important player in Australian rugby. 24, front rower who can scrummage and can carry the ball. Um, and then he just gives away a fucking silly yellow card every game. Every single game, man. That was his second one that he did there. But he just has like these mental lapses. I think he must just get caught up in the psyche that he is the aggressor. He's got to be that dude. Like Brad Thorne's obviously come around for dinner and laid it on him over a schnitzel. But I'm not, I'm not hitting into a couple it. Of I want him on the field. Yeah, the the yield discipline's a problem. I, that certainly didn't merit a yellow card. In fucking no world did that merit a, merit a yellow card. But it just speaks to his lack of discipline. It was just lazy. Hmm. It was just and, unnecessary. And no emotion from him either. He just goes, yep, yeah, so it just chokes at this. I think line. he. I th- I was watching him. I think he was very puffed. I think he's a sixty-minute player, and Thorne's telling him he's an eighty-minute player. Yeah. So after the sixty minutes, he's just hunting for a yellow card. <laughs> Uh, what do you think of the, uh, the uh, Maddox at fullback for the uh, for the Tars? Were you impressed? Was that his? Do you think that's going to become his position now? I think so. He's got a good boot. He kicked well on Friday. I was. I, was I think it's always man. been his position. It's where he where he was his best at the Rebels. Um, he's a fullback. He's a bloody good. He's too. He's almost too good to be a winger. Um, and what I mean by that, he's got all the skills. He's not just a finisher. Um, and he probably doesn't quite have the finishing of a winger. So I think fullback's his spot, and I think uh, Kirtley Bill leaving really gives him a chance to grow there. And I think what is a positive for the Tars mm. is Kirtley Bill's the best in the world on attack on his day. In defence, he's horrendous, even on his day. 
And then not Do you actually expect- believe that, that he's the best in the world in attack? Oh, he's bloody talented. Surely there was a bit of hyperbole for the sake of a yeah. podcast. Best in the Tars. He's very, yeah, very best talented. Best in the Tars. Right? On his day. Um, <laughs> but his days, his days few and far between these days. And I think uh, Maddox just offers a bit more stability there. Actually takes the high ball. Mm. Actually talk- does cover defense. You talked about a breath of fresh air. It was only like 10 minutes in. I was like, fuck, I forgot Kurtley Bill's not even going to play. And all of a sudden, I was like, I was excited about what they were going to do because when with Kurtley, you just get a very consistent style of attack with from him. Like it's directed play. I don't know what Maddox offers when he's when it's like, come on, man, what are you doing? Let's do something. What does Harrison offer when it's let's do something? Because it's always been Kurtley Bill sort of taking the reins in those pressure moments. Yeah, they could throw it out to Falau or Beal. Yeah. Um, and that's what the task product was. Yeah, it is a totally different new thing that they're creating, isn't it? So I was excited to see. I'm not, I'm not, I'm still waiting to come round to this Mark Nawakani Tawaze dude. I don't know, man. I'm still not with him. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, I bought the hype in the preseason, and then he did a few And even in the first things. couple of days. Yeah, in the first couple hmm. of rounds, didn't he? Um, and then I can't remember on the DL. I heard maybe he wasn't as good at school as some people thought, and he was picked on sort of natural talent. And uh, I don't know. Now I'm seeing it. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not with it either. We'll we'll uh-huh. wait and see. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, the Tars. Their problem's not their backline. Darcy Short's a quality player. Will yeah. Harrison looks like a proper five eight. Yeah. Um, I like Newsom at thirteen. It reminds me of a young Rob Horn. Like Maddox, the wingers, I need to see more. Uh, 12, uh, you don't want to be too harsh on him. It was his first game, but legitimate. Didn't know Walton was on the field. No. Legitimate, no idea he was on the field. Um, I don't think the back row is the issue either for the Tars. You've got Swinton, Harris, Hooper, Dempsey on the bench. Hannigan's certainly yes. a back row, not a Sakurawa. Um It's their tight five that's still rubbish. We've said that for a long time, though, haven't we? Hashtag yeah. Simmons effect. Yeah, I just I don't know how they get past the Reds or the Brumbies in this competition, and that's what's exciting about this competition because now you can just imagine them against the other four teams. Um, I, I, that tight five might hang against the Rebels because they look pretty shite too. Um, I have no idea about the Force, but I just because... can't see at any stage in this competition that the the Tars tight five can mix it with the. But Reds conversely, the twenty with five minutes to go, it's twenty six all. So. They were still well in the game at that point, and it could have been a toss of the coin. Yeah, and I guess that goes to my point. I don't know why the Reds aren't better. Mm. No, I echo that idea. Absolutely. Because no, on paper, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty good side. Mm. Um, they obviously need a bit more time to gel together. Um, I don't know. If it's me, I'd probably play Campbell at fullback and bring Fobai Sotia onto the sting. Uh, and I swap Stuart and O'Connor, and then I reckon that back line, play him five, six games in a row, it'll start clicking. Mm-hmm. Front pack's outstanding. I do my question marks on the second row. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Reds have got a big season ahead of them. What what uh, merits a successful season for them? They're probably going to win it, don't they? Everyone, anyone to be successful has got to win it. It's an open bag, man. Mm-hmm. Each yeah. team's got a big flaw. Each team on their day is Kurtley Bill. I'd argue Tars, <laughs> Tars, Rebels, and Force uh, runners up is a good season. Yeah. Reds or Brumbies have got to win it. There's no excuse. Mm. They're, they're the teams. 
Force? Yeah, you don't yeah. give Force a, a shout? Runners up. Runners up. Runners up, that'll check it. Oh, mate, I've got no idea. I don't know if they're a fucking club rugby side or Twiggy's just Ivan drago that shit. Yeah. They're legit. <laughs> I don't know who who's in their team, man. Hodgson, is he still running around? <laughs> no, <laughs> mate. No. <laughs> no, mate. He's definitely giving cool speeches, but... Fuck, I'm, in, I'm interested to see them play, but I'm not expecting the most. I'm going to move over to the Brumbies. And... Well, this game oh, we yeah. saw some other rules um, utilised, some of the new rules, the 22.50. What did you think? I'm in for it. I really enjoyed that, actually. I don't think it's the biggest space. Like, it's easy to kick 38, man. Well, it's even 18, mm. isn't it, if you're at the edge of your 22? Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, I love it. What's up? Yeah. I fucking oh. love it. I thought it was sick. I just thought it was... It's the one part of the game where rugby can get a bit predictable. The kick, the quick line out, the counter-attack, the kick back, the kick back. But it now just creates... It forces the wingers to drop back, which mm. gives you the opportunity to run it. Or if they don't drop back, that kick's actually a momentum change. Uh, and it mm. just... I don't know. It just keeps that energy going. I really, really liked it. I saw some people not happy with it. Um, I think they were probably Tars fans because the Tars got shellacked <laughs> on that front. Um, I don't know. I like it. It's just another element. I think it's one part of the game, that kick return, that can just get a bit vanilla. You can almost, you know, that's the time to check your phone. Mm. Um, and it just creates that little bit of something, that little bit of spark. Maybe if they changed it to just twenty-two fifty or 50-22, one way or the other, um, the fact that it's both ways, I don't know, maybe it's a bit too easy, I'm not sure. I don't necessarily, I if, it, if it happened more than five times, you, there'd, there'd be a case for it's too easy, but it didn't actually happen all that much. It's just awesome that they have to defensively react to that rule change so there is more space for attack. Uh, yeah. Like, this, uh, it's unavoidable. I'm excited. The other one I like, um, just because I think it, it just puts a, a tiny hold on the rolling mall. Is the held up? Mm. Yeah, um, there's something to and, defend. And the goal line drop out instead of just well, five minutes run. Well, fuck. If you hold them up, it's just a matter of time till they score anyway. Yeah, ten minutes. It's just ten minutes until they actually score. Uh, whereas the goal line drop out changes that. If you've got a half decent mall defence, you can look mm. at spoiling it that way. We sort of saw um, that feature more in the Brumbies game, but um, mixed reviews from the commentary team on that one. I don't know if they're old school though, aren't they? It's heaps league as well. The goal line dropout. The players, the players didn't seem sure on it though. There was one um, amazing counter attack by Queensland, and Hooper got caught in his in goal, had to bring it back. He could have just grounded it and copped the goal line dropout, but I think he was trying to avoid a five meter, so mm. he almost bottled it. And then there was another instance where it was, I think it was right for the Brumbies, who just took forever to tap the ball down when he yeah. really should have ran it out and booted it. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so, so I think the players are still getting used to it as well. But well, think of the advantage that's gained. They're not hoofing it down. You're catching it at your 40 with an easy 10 yards made. You're just setting up from the 22, essentially, from instead of from the 5. 5, from a, from a viewer, from an audience, fuck, man, there's 10 minutes you know how this ends. Exactly, exactly. That five meter scrum set up rinse repeat. So in that Ugh. regard I'm not I'm not anti it. And holding them up, what's the reward? You'd rather them score and get more time on the clocks than for you to reply. They'd just cop a fucking prop getting sin bent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I tend to agree. 
Um, so I don't know. I'm interested. Again, I've got to see it a few more weeks before I've got an official opinion. But at the moment, I think I like both changes. They excite me. Is there anything else you'd like to see? Rule changes? Yeah. The, the only one, I, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. If you miss a penalty goal, is that a line dropout or a 22? I honestly don't know the answer to that. I wasn't paying enough attention. I think uh, I'm happy with that one staying at 22. I think it I has. Think, I think it is a 22. Then that's good because you, it's it's too much of an advantage to have a shot at goal and then get the ball 30 metres out anyway. Yeah, you missed champ. Yeah, you should be back in your own half. How good was the goal kicking despite Hegarty this weekend too? Will Harrison clearly fucking wasn't in lockdown, man. He was at the park every day. Yeah, and he sucked before COVID. Sucked. So it was very impressive. Um, and I liked Queensland. They just they kick their goals. They're probably leading this game comfortably, and it's a different game. Yeah. Hegarty just fucking missed every single kick a goal, and yeah. I like it. Eventually, the rubber hits the road. No Connor said, "I'll take it, mate." Yeah, yeah. So, um, but even Tamua kicking a lot better than he usually does. I thought I thought it was good. Yeah, was promising, promising signs. Um, Do you want so to no, segue to that? Sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no, I just, I love that game. That was some of the most passion I've seen in a long time, the Reds v. the Tars. Mm. Um, yeah, it was did, awesome. Did the, um, did the Brumbies meet their, their, their favourites? You know, because I think we all think they're probably the best team in the competition. They were showing it at Super Rugby, etc. Did, did they meet the expectation in, the, in their first game? They did, like, in the first 20. You're like, fuck, pick up where you left off. But even they fell flat. And this could be, like, a conditioning thing, having not played for so long. But there was... It was on the line for a second there. There was a point where I was like, fuck, the Rebels are coming back here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was strange, wasn't it? It looked like they were doing it very, very easily. Um, and then they weren't. And I, I just couldn't... It was, it was weird. It wasn't even sure... You weren't even sure why. Um, I don't know. One thing that I thought let the uh, Rebels into this um, was just the scrum penalties that were just clearly wrong. Take a knee, that shit. What did the the Brumbies cop six scrum penalties? Their scrum was heaps dominant. Mm. It's just mm. there's, there's no way they conceded six penalties. It's, like, why would you concede six penalties when you're the dominant scrum? I understand there might be some technical issues where you'd give up one or two because you're trying to get an advantage over your opponent or you might slip or something like that. I just I don't buy it. Uh, and if you look at the Rebels' first nine points or whatever, it was just all off scrum penalties. And every march down the field was based off scrum penalties. I just, I don't fucking know what goes on in the scrum, but I just, I just feels like Gardner got that wrong to me. Well, like, they just purely, they purely judge of who gives into the pressure first. That's what's happened. But it was the rebels. Like the Brummy scrum was dominating. I just, I don't know. It just confused me that one. You'd have to look at each of them, and Phil Kearns' analysis certainly didn't fucking help. No. But no. Imagine if you're coming in as someone who doesn't actually watch rugby and you're like, oh, okay, you must think Phil Kearns is a genius, the way they yeah. fucking ham him up. <laughs> you must be sitting there thinking, those flankers do need to push more. That'll fix it. <laughs> um, um, Alright, well, Lola CEO, man of the match, were you down? Yeah, fuck yeah, he was sick. I forgot oh. the names. I forgot the names in the fucking Brumbies team, man. I'm just watching Valentini run round, Samu run round, Cusack. He was carrying a bit of a gut, I thought. A bit of a beer gut there on old Cusack. 
He enjoyed COVID, didn't he? He loved it. How could you not? Uh, fuck, at his age, mate, have some Scooby-Doo's. Have yeah. some anxiety schooners. Have some red wine in winter in Canberra. It sounds delicious. Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Um, but their back line, I just thought all the all the players in the Brumbies outfit are just a lot more specialised than you get in the Rebels. Like, Kundrani's just fucking down and out of 13. There's no questions you can ask about where else he would go. I thought he had a good game. So did I. I was down. Like, even Wright. Wright could probably go fullback, but they're just a lot more specialised. Like, they know their role in their positions. When you look at the Brumbies outfit, they just could be fucking lining up anywhere. You mean the Rebels? Yeah. what I say? Brumbies. Yeah, right. That checks out. Um, I thought uh, the debutant for the Brumbies, Hanson, he was very impressive at fullback. Yeah, tough shoes to fill. Fuck yeah. Like I Tom we... Banks, I thought, oh no, the Brumbies are going to miss him. That's the biggest attacking weapon. And Hanson was special, mate. He bought his dancing shoes. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Is Richard Sully? Yeah, you're just cutting in and out, so it's very hard to comment. Uh, uh, Thoughts on the Brumbies' back line? Yeah, it's it's exciting. I think the um, the ten sh- stood up completely. I think he continued to uh, uh, shine and show that he's the best, one of the best product prospects, if not the best pro- prospects in the entire uh, Aussie conference. I think he's probably uh, Tabua played well personally as well. I think he kicked his goals well. He he set a good platform, but I just think there's something a bit special about about the Brumbies ten personally. Yeah, no, and the ball that he's he, getting, the ball that he's getting, man, like, I could fucking look all right. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, you agreed. No, I do. I was also thinking, Brumbies didn't look heaps fit. Nah, which Brumbies is probably why they had that fit. little lull, right? Yeah, they didn't look heaps fit to me, which I thought was interesting. Uh, the Rebels, you've just got, you're right, you've got a, a on paper a quality back line that absolutely none of them showed anything outside of Tamua. Uh, and is that just because the forwards can't set a platform? Look, we'll, we'll find out as the weeks progress, but um, they didn't have their great game, the best game, I thought, their old forwards. Um, Kemeny and Hardwick were heavily penalised, I thought. And um, yeah, Philip Philip dropping ball, and fucking when you look at that Tom Wright try, Lolaseo just ran at a second rower and just beat him. Through contact, he did. There was no footwork there. It was just missed tackles. Yeah, if you're a second row and you got a free shot on the twenty-year-old ten, you need to eat him. Yeah, uh, stick, probably stick more him like. Bun and eat him. I'm a bit concerned about where we're going to see Ulysses end up because not a flawless performance from him. All the rave coming in, obviously shattered with injuries. And if we rank the rank the twos from four down, you've got to put. Falau Fienga first. Would you put Ulysi second at this point? It's it's genuinely hard to say. I've seen I've seen no evidence that he's actually a good footballer. I yeah. fucking heard that he's outstanding, uh, but I've never seen it. So. And look, the first thing you judged on is can you throw the line out straight, man? And he can't really do that. No, he can't really. Do. But then you look at like Robbie Abelman. The dudes, <laughs> the dudes are hundred. Yeah, I don't know. Ulysses, I'm excited. I want to see him play five games straight without an injury. Play yeah. 60 minutes each game and, and, and see what he's got um, because hopefully he, he arrives at the hype. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, my problem with the Rebels, my question for the Rebels is I don't know how they're going to win. 
So what I mean by that is the Reds have got a dynamic forward pack. The Brumbies are awesome at set piece. The Tars clearly have a quality backline if they can unleash them. Yeah. The Rebels, I didn't see any aspect of the game where, oh, that's their thing. Mm. They're a team with a quality backline that plays like they've got a good forward pack. I, I don't know. I don't under, I don't understand what the Rebels are about. Well, Sean Burns running their offense, so we'll mm. see. Did you catch any of the Highlanders Crusaders game? I did. What a game. Richard, you there? Yeah, but just cutting in in and out a little bit, so it's a bit it's a bit challenging. Uh, don't worry, we're not saying anything great, mate. No, no, I'm trying to figure out why it's going on at the same time, but push through, just chime in, chirp up. <laughs> if I repeat something you say or uh, don't say something uh, that follows, I apologise. Mate, we'll just jump on board and act like, no, it's genius. <laughs> what uh, was, did you uh, catch, catch any of the Kiwi games, Richard? No, I didn't, unfortunately. But there, um, uh, looked looked good games. So I saw the results; they come through. Crusaders played Highlanders. Uh, Crusaders got up. Are they the best uh, best club side ever? Do you reckon? Yeah, there's an argument for it for sure. Just the yeah. results in which they churn out. No, they're very fucking good, aren't they? Will Jordan? Um, he's going to feature in the All Blacks this year, isn't he? Where do they find these wingers, man? Who's a fullback? I think Will Jordan. Um, yeah, where do they find them? Where, where are these blokes hiding? I don't know. They get them quick, but... See Bowden Barrett's off to Japan next year? Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good signing for the Blues. Missed the bulk of this season. <laughs> He's off to Japan next year. That's how good. Dan Carter came back and told him how good it was. Did you are, you surprised though? are you surprised, though? Are you surprised, though? Have a year off, enjoy Japanese lifestyle, and then come back, have a year to warm back up for the next World Cup in France? No, It'll be his last a... one, won't it? Mm, yeah. I th- think it's a great decision. Um, if you just think about where well, well, rugby is at the moment with COVID and blah, 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 you've got to make your cash, man. Mm. You, you don't play rugby forever. And I think he's, um, his wife's pregnant at the moment. So congrats, Bowden. Um, and what a time to, to go make some bank. Then come home and have two years to focus on your rugby for the next World Cup. It's mm. perfect. Mm. It's, a, it's a no-brainer. And look, it's an absurd statement, but the Blues won't miss him. Like, that's how good New Zealand mm. rugby is. They'll be okay. They're Do you think that's... Really uh, it, no, I was going to say, I was just about to say that exact thing. Do you think they ever really thought they were going to have him for every game this year? No. I re- you reckon his move was just he'd moved houses? Yeah, probably. And figured he wasn't going to play that much footy anyway? Mm. Um, I tell you what. I tell you what his move has done. It's fucking crippled the Hurricanes. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast, we are recording this before the Chiefs Hurricanes, so we could be wrong. Yeah, they could my read of, home. My read of the Hurricanes is Harold Bishop sucks at 10. Yeah, it's definitely Every... not a like-for-like replacement, is it? <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely not a like-for-like replacement. Yeah. Proper cannot... Look, Lamarpe looks like a different player playing outside of Harold. Mm. Um, all of them. Like, it just... When it, when he doesn't touch it, they look the back line look like they could counter-attack. Whenever they get counter-attack ball, it's like, <gasps> it's the Hurricanes. He just puts his shit kick in. Mm. It, I, I can't work it. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but... 
to me, they've gone from like the second best team in New Zealand to uh, they're lucky to not be at the bottom of this. Mm. Yeah. I just go back to the blue. Yeah, just go back to the Blues for a second, and apologies if I say this incorrectly. Uh, the Blues number eight, so Tutu, where's he come from? I don't know, man. <laughs> come on, mate. They've got a production line over there. Did you hear Eddie Jones a few weeks back? Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> Actually, on that, did you boys notice, and there's no point to be made here, I just thought it was really interesting, uh, no Pacific Islanders in the Waratahs team. Marky Mark on the wing for the run-on. Rory Abel? Don't Was know. it? I don't know. That's a good observation. That's I just thought, like, there's some there's some boys on the bench. Um, but just, I don't know. It's strange, given the, the enormous presence Pacific Islander players have mm. in Australian rugby. Definitely, in, um, I can vouch for their presence in Sydney, too. Yeah, it can certainly explain why the Tars suck. <laughs> um, yeah, just just an observation. I thought, thought it was strange. Did Rob Penny look different to you? I didn't recognise him. I think he's been in the gym. I was like, who is that man? I think he's been lifting. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he can rival McKellar, though. McKellar about to be named uh, Wallaby forward coach. You reckon that's a sure thing? That's the mail. What's, what's, the, the, what's the process like going... If you're a successful super rugby coach, which I don't think is too far of a stretch to deem him as, going in as the forwards coach and then, look, I'm prospectively speaking, then taking the reins as the head coach, coming through as the forwards coach, is that the best way to go about it? For me personally, no. Yeah, that's how I, I feel too. I feel like you were part of a different system and there's always going to be a part of you that resembles that system. You don't get a real opportunity for a fresh slate. Yeah, I think, I think also, it works also, if you've got a dynasty. Six, yeah. If you've got the Crusaders or the All Blacks, yeah, absolutely. Bring the assistant up because you've got a system that's working. But I think if you look at Australia, maybe Rennie builds something, um, but maybe not as well. Hmm. I think it's really difficult, especially, I agree completely. If you've got something that works, then yes, you bring it through. But if you're struggling and you need someone to change the momentum and change the culture and change a different mindset, I don't think uh, appointing within is a very good idea. I still think the the boys in inverted commas will see, still see you as the forwards coach. And I think you have to work incredibly hard to get to that head coach moment. And could you imagine Eddie Jones being an assistant coach? Yeah, he went. he took South Africa to a World Cup final. Yeah, he, yeah, he did, he did. But, but I can't imagine him then taking over. Yeah, no, not upset, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, then he went and that. did the whole England thing. Oh, no, he went to Japan after that, and what a mm. rip. Mm. Fuck, that dude's have won some good games, eh? Mm. He's just, yeah, no, absolutely. What was, because um, I can now hear you uh, more effectively now, which is good, and if you've repeated, if you've already said this, but what do, what do you reckon for the whole competition? What do you reckon will be deemed successful for the whole competition? More coverage from fans, more interaction online. What will be deemed? We more... just we just talked about that. Yeah, sorry. Did we? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Mate, I'm just so grateful to have rugby back. Yeah. I think for me, success will be um, if we can use this momentum uh, to restructure a better competition next year. And I saw something in the news the other day that there is a lot of um, interest, whether it actually eventuates, we don't know, but interest of that Tras-Tansman 
um, competition. And do you think that will it ever eventually supposed to follow? Hey, I can see, it. especially now. Like it's, I thought this whole Super AU thing was going to be dead in the pan, but yeah. I'm a little jazzed. I didn't, I enjoyed it. I, I, there was something too also not watching having to watch or the pressure to have to watch eight games mm. yeah it was nice too wasn't it yeah like the current four games if you take the super Atiura in there as well come um, on Jim <laughs> sorry Jim you broke up there sorry man what did you say <laughs> no, I'll just push on um, it, it's good man it adds weight to it too mm. so I'm yeah, down I- my biggest concern was, um, and we've said this probably years ago in this podcast, that I'm a Australian rugby fan. So I go for the Rebels, the Reds, the Force, the Brumbies, the Tars, and I love watching us play overseas teams because then Just I can to confirm, go for all of us. You do love the Western Force? Fuck yeah, always. Always love the Force. Um, okay. Never said a bad word about them. No. Um, so I loved all of the Australian teams, and my worry going into this was I wouldn't have a dog in the fight. Um, I would watch this, and yeah, the Brumbies are my team, but whatever, Australian rugby. And then fucking last night, mate, threw the Brumby jersey on, threw the beanie on the kid, and fucked the Rebels. Oh, it's proper, proper tribalism. Mm. So yeah, you know, that makes sense to me because you actually do. That is your primary. That you have one team. You have one thing in this moment. And I think this competition has made, will bring that tribalism back a little bit. It will bring New Zealand versus Queensland is a little bit more, uh, New South Wales versus Queensland is a little more intense. Mm. Um, I I don't know. I think it'll add that. It'll add that rivalry. And I think with the blokes being a bit younger as well, um, you can see involved in tribalism. Exactly. Exactly. It's really Mm. exciting. Mm. What Um, are... um... What are your thoughts about the Western Force? I know you. I heard you mentioned about Twiggy and what have you. How successful would you think they will be, or are you just unsure based on the fact that we don't know who who's going to be playing? I fucking I couldn't have less of an idea. Mm. Like they could have proper been in Russia lifting logs. Mm. I've, like Twiggy could have them in some science lab, and we yeah. could just have specimens running out, um, and they could just take this comp by storm with the passionate Perth fans behind them. Or they could be a team of fly-in, fly-outs. They're a fucking Sydney Uni rugby side mm. who just gets pumped against Australia's next generation. I have no idea. If I had to guess, that sounds more likely, though. Mm. Um, off topic, did you see the talk of the Aussie Kangaroos playing the All Blacks in some hybrid game? Yeah, it's a dumb yeah. idea. Dumb idea. Sorry. Why? Why? Well, what rules are you going to play? It's yeah, just going to we'll be fuck, league. And the whole game will be them adjusting to it, mate. Yeah, absolutely. It's a stupid idea. It's just hating fun. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Fucking how Rico Ioani lining up Cameron Smith have my money. Yeah, but, uh, I, I think it naturally diminishes the Wallaby product. Though. Yeah, completely. It's ju- you're just going to play league. Yeah, these guys are too shit. Can we play you guys instead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I just fuck the product. Just how exciting does it sound? I think you got to be careful here, man. This could be a, yeah. a year, an annual event. Great. No, it's not great, mate. You're just you were like going... the guy saying you don't want Connor to fight Mayweather. You're right. I didn't want Connor to fight Mayweather. F- fucking awesome! I bought the pay per view. It was sick. <laughs> you got of course you up, did. Man. I loved the hype. Yeah. I loved all of it. But there was no hybrid rules there. It was let's play the kangaroos think... at rugby union. I also feel yeah. Well, let's different. play the fucking it's... kangaroos at rugby league. I still want to watch it. 
but it's different. Both those products, MMA and boxing, are high profile. They were never going to be diminished. Rugby union is struggling in this country. You certainly don't need to spend the best rugby union players and then tell them to go and play league anyway. This one-off, one-off thing. And do you People think that those viewers watching that are going to be like, "Fuck, I enjoyed that. I'm going to watch the Reds." Yeah, definitely. I, don't, not. I don't see the link. I, no, I just, I, I, I don't care. I just, it sounds <laughs> awesome. Fucking Bowden Barrett running rings around Tommy Turbo. How good! <laughs> <laughs> is this all a way is this all a way for you basically to tell your league mates actually rugby players are much better than these idiotic no, but I don't even I don't even have the rivalry thing I wouldn't even care if league won by heaps yeah, it's a win-win would. for me league wins by heaps I get to tell everyone imagine how good Australian would be at rugby if we just played rugby union would be the best in the world cheers uh, union win how much better of a sports union uh, I win either way but you and don't because when they say rugby. But you get to say, oh, yeah, union's better, but we just played league. Because league players are not going to play union. Of course not. They don't have the bodies, man. Have you seen their scrubs? No. Like, oh, I'm, still not watching, I'm still not watching rugby union because I still don't understand it, so I'm not going to play it. Oh, you get 13 All Blacks. Sorry, their front row doesn't make the cut. So you pick from their second row back. 13 All Blacks, play rugby league, train them for two weeks. They'll go all right, mate. I reckon they'll mate. be okay. Don't even take the second row. Just take the back rowers and the and the um, and the backs. That still destroy. Yeah, but They're very how good. fun does this sound? But it's just rugby league with athletic players. It's awesome. No, I just don't think it. they'll be able to settle on rules. Rules yeah. breakdown. Break I just mate. think Corona's happened. Never again. Will just to confirm, like Corona this. is. Corona is still present. Exactly. So we have a disrupted season. You don't normally get opportunities like this. They're normally booked out five years in advance. Um, Tours and money and TV rights and all of this shit. You've got a rare opportunity to just put a spectacle on. Can I just say... It's not a statement on the the philosophy of rugby or the quality of league or who has better rules. It's just fun. It would be funny, and I'm being rude to league players. League players struggle to put the ball down and step on it and roll it back. They can't even do that sometimes. Could you imagine them trying to set the ball back and actually ruck over the top? That'd be quite funny to watch, actually. Yeah, but all that's a, that, all that's hammed up, man. They're, every ruck, they're begging for a penalty. They don't even need to put their foot on it. I'll tell you what no. would make it interesting is if you make um, rugby union Australian players eligible to play for the Kangaroos that day. I'm fucking down. Let's just have the All Blacks play the Wallabies, mate. As if you don't want to see Tommy Turbo running off Tenelier, or whatever his name is, Tupo. So, Tommy Turbo looked... and Tupo, that'd be outstanding. Oh my gosh, Again, be, as a commentator, outstanding. <laughs> Again, where do I sign up? Have my money. But I don't know how many Wallabies are making the Kangaroos, mate. Yeah, I know. But uh, that's why, would? if it's just a spectacle, if it's all about the dollar bills, which it is... Fucking just pick him for the pick him for the side of it. Just a one off. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tom and Thor of ten sounds like heaps of fun. That's so know, good. Mate. I love rugby. I love the rugby season. Nothing will ever beat a Tri Nations game, a Six Nations game, a World Cup game, a Super Rugby final. It won't even come close. This is the circus. But right now, I've been locked in my house for three months with a newborn. Give me the circus, man. Mm. Sounds like heaps of fun. 
I just like fuck. I just had a flashback to the sight of when Australia plays in South Africa at two a.m. in the morning, middle of the day. That stadium is packed. It's on during the day because it's not safe enough to be played at night. That's a sight. <laughs> How good is that? Definitely not and the I mean... reason. <laughs> Isn't that the reason? Don't people just get railed on their way home so they got to have it when the lights are on? <laughs> no, I'm mate. Not we're not. No, we're not. Co- no, no, Jim. Um, talk about so what about yeah, just privilege. on the quiets, what I've heard as well. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that Louis Thoreau, Johannesburg, Law and Order in Johannesburg, man. Anyway, moving on. Did How you see? Chi- yeah, he's good. He's very funny. Um, did you see Chili Boy Ralapelli got banned for um, eight years for no. basically doping, pretty much entire for the last eighteen months or something? He's been caught before, though, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I don't know enough about it in rugby, but I know in other sports they're all doing it. So is he just a scapegoat, or is he just the one outlier who's doing it? I don't know. Neither do I. The other one it would be nice to know your opinion about. Actually, did you see uh, Manu Tuolangi is going to leave Leicester? Yeah, he's um, doing the pay cut dispute too, isn't he? Yeah. So basically, he didn't want to take the cut, uh, which I, which I, it's up to him to make a decision. But he's now leaving. So, what are your thoughts on that? I don't understand how you go from, oh, I'll have a reduced fee to no fee. Because, unfortunately, because it's I reckon someone... It's a way out of someone, a contract you don't want to be in. Yeah, no. and there'll be, a, and there'll be a, yeah, and he'll go and play in France for a year or two years and earn a shitload of money, and then when they're, when everything's hopefully sorted itself out, he'll go back and play for a British team and and then make the England team back for the next World Cup, potentially. That's his thought process. I'm not sure it'll work well, I think it was the same with that. the Australian boys as well. Um, they've got that greedy manager who wants all of the money. Um, uh, mate, it's a shit go. I've said this before. A lot of good people have lost their job in, in administration, in physio, in fucking everything. Lots of young blokes are playing for love of the jersey. You've got lots of international players taking pay cuts. Take a fucking number and get in line. Everyone's hurting. Yeah. It's a double-ended sword. I just think it's a shit go. But it's clearly I just want to get out of a contract I don't want to be in. Um, I'm not yeah, into no. it. I think it's a shit go, but I mean it's a case by case basis. I don't know the ins and outs. Mm. But my the outside read is fuck him. Everyone else is taking a pay cut. But the problem is he's going to. Um, I think that the also talked about him going to sale, and so he'll get his money. He'll yeah. get his money. Yeah, yeah. but the I just sale think that's a cashed up. Um, I'm assuming so. That yachts. Yeah, you need a yacht there. That yacht money. Can, can I just say, if you if you knew where Sale was, you definitely know yachts there. Do you need a yacht at Montpellier? <laughs> definitely. Yeah, you need a yacht there, eh? Too long you know to need a yacht. Between you and me, you're 25. You're on the cusp of the international team. You're not married yet. You reckon you're doing a year in France? Definitely doing a year in France. Absolutely. Mm. It sounds outstanding. Doesn't it? Yeah, but if can I ask though, if you were twenty five and they offered you the opportunity, ask, you ask a, me that at twenty five, I'm like, fuck it, I'm playing for Southern Districts, or, or or a green and gold jersey, a gold jersey, or going for a year in France, or the potential yeah. for a gold jersey, or a year or two years in France, what would you do? I don't know because you can't underestimate how fleeting an athletic career actually is. Mm. You could wake up one morning thinking, I'm doing this. Here's my five year plan to you're Alex Smith with no leg, fighting for your life. 100%. How is he, and, by the way? And that works. Mate, they reckon ways, he's going to play a snap this year. 
I know we're going off sports and changing to NFL. You really think so? That's the talk is he might play a snap. Even if it's one of those come on last minute game sewn up, take a knee snap, that would be a fucking epic journey. That's crazy. Did you see that all the controversy they are changing the names? It's currently under review. Redskins, that's your team, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Red Tails. That's not what they're floating, is it? Red Tails, Red Hawks. There is some deep meaning there to something, but they do want to keep it um, somehow honouring the national or the the indigenous Indigenous people. people. Yeah, sorry. Um, Which is cool, but I just don't know enough about what those terms are. No. Same as Cleveland Indians are changing their name, apparently, too. You reckon Kansas City Chiefs? You reckon they're safe? And I read something this morning that they're in trouble, too. Yeah. How the if you go on the Nike running around? I know. If you go on the Nike website now and Rivers search Redskins, there's nothing there. You can't purchase shit. I'm actually going to do that. Do it. Go to Nike, search the NFL. They're not, the name's not even there. This is like collecting some uh, American Confederate Civil War shit. You buy up that Redskin merch now, that'll be worth something one day. Dude, I got heaps here too. It's terrible. I'm just saying it's a bad thing. I've just stopped wearing it. Oh my yeah, gosh. I you have to. That's crazy. Yeah, it's gone. We could not find anything for Redskins. However, they could offer me some shoes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I did that's wonder that. Do you know what? I did wonder that. Sorry, just last thing on the NFL. I went on the Tottenham website because Tottenham, the football club, they host NFL games. And there was every, actually, NFL team that was pushing stuff other than the Redskins the other day. Oh, so I wonder whether that's... Yeah, yeah, because they play like that one game a year in America. They usually play at Wembley though, don't they? Well, they've got multiple games now at Wembley and at White Hot Lane at Tottenham's Ground. So I think they're oh, playing cool. four games in the UK now, I think. That's pretty like epic. That. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. so that's going to change up, which is probably a good thing. Mm. You reckon it makes it its way to rugby? We kind of did with the Crusaders, didn't it? With the removal of the uh, of the man on the back of the, of the um, actual Crusader. Mm. With obviously the reference to the uh, issues with the horrible events that happened last year. So it probably will in the end. Yeah, it just takes heaps of time. Like, this is a 40-year controversy. Mm. You just The next time it, it comes up or it floats around is when they'll do it. You just can't yeah, I don't have a dog in the fight, but it, it sounds like it's the right thing to do, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, completely. If, yeah. All right, boys. Well, I'm going to have to leg, but um, good mm. chat. Well, quick uh, prediction uh, next round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go for it. I'm looking forward uh, to seeing so the fourth play. Chiefs, Canes this afternoon. Who you on? Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs. Chiefs are a good team. They mm. are a good team. Fuck, I enjoy Gatlin's son kicking that drop goal. We're never going to speak about that. For his dad to lose, that was fucking outstanding. And speaking of dads, did you guys see Dan Carter's playing club rugby this weekend? No, Did you I didn't. see the footage? No. His dad drove and dropped him off. It's him hopping out of his dad's car with his training kit. That's, That's great. That's outstanding. <laughs> How good's that shit? Um, all right, so next week, the Kiwi Conference, we've got the Crusaders v. the Blues. I think that's the top of the conference clash. Who are your boys on there? Who's at home, sorry? Crusaders. Oh, go ahead, the Crusaders. Don't you love, though, that that's a bit less of a thing right now? Because they're not doing 24-hour plane rides, and we don't have to spend half this podcast talking about shitting, and our flight <laughs> impacts shitting. Or pretending we watched the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what are you talking about? We always watch the balls, Jim. Um, 
So I love that the home game, and and on that note, I digress again. But full credit to the rebels, like they've had to move away from home and their families, mm. and just play away games. Well, they've got it cope. written on this fucking app that they're playing at Amy Park next Friday. No, they're not, mate. They're no, playing. No, no. Um, they're they're we'll playing play at everyone else's stadiums. Suncorp. Yeah, I mean, good on them. But fuck, mm. it's gonna take its toll on the players. You know what's a nice stadium? Seabus. You know where Seabus is? Which one's that? That's the Titans, the Gold Coast Titans Gold Coast stadium. One. It's a nice stadium, man. The, I remember the Wallabies played Fiji there or something. I'd love to see the Reds back at uh, Ballymore. Oh, no one turned up. <laughs> Ballymore. Why the crowds are socially distanced, so it'd be cool just to have it at the small ground. Mm. Anyway, Crusaders Blues, who are we on? Oh, Crusaders, Crusaders for me. No dramas. Yeah, yeah, no. I think they get it done up front. Good Back game, lines man. will be pretty electric. Just on the Blues, we just got to give mention to Caleb Clark. Is he the most terrifying winger you've seen in years? I mean, oh, they just roll him off, don't they? Savier, Lamb, Jordan now. Even where Rico first burst onto Dolo, the scene. Rico. Yeah. yeah, they just they roll him out, don't they? But I'm very... Caleb Clark is fucking terrifying. He's very he's outstanding player. Mm. Um, all right, Crusaders. Uh, Kane's Highlanders. I think that's a bottom of the table clash. Who are you boys on there? Um, for me, I, I agree it's a bottom of the table clash, but I reckon the Highlanders might. might I'm might serious. Swap Harold Bishop for Bowden Barrett. Who who do you pick to win that game? Uh, probably the Hurricanes. Yeah, me too. It's incredible how much not having a tan is hurting them. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're a bit harsh on that poor bloke, but it is what it is. Um, all right, next round, Australian Conference, Rebels-Reds. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go the Rebels here. Fuck off, that's crazy. I don't know, man. I oh, thought they I came think... home with a wet sail. Uh, for me, I think if the Reds are going to be anything this season, they, they've got to be beating the Rebels. Sorry. And I think with, I... The, with the momentum that they've got from beating the Tars for the first time for an in a long time. Um, I think that, will, that gave them confidence to get over the line. So for me, I think they have to beat the Rebels. I think I'm this excited. will be closer than we think. I'm excited for the battle of the back rows here. Um, I just cannot see the Rebels type five staying in the fight. Mm. I think they just get they just get swallowed up there. Uh, they mightn't get so lucky with the scrum penalties. Uh, Tars Force. This is probably your bottom of the table clash. Um, who knows? The Force might win this thing. I shouldn't write them off. They might be amazing. Well, I'm, I'm just very... going to... I'm just going to go to their last encounter. The their last encounter, the, the Force beat them 40-11 to 11 last time they played. The Force always with the Tars bogey side. Even when the Tars were at the, mm. top of their, the top of their powers, the Force would always beat them. Hmm. It, it is a shame that the Force aren't at home. I know crowds are small anyway at the moment, but just that'd be cool, wouldn't it? It's a fuck. It's a luck stadium too. Yeah, I tell you what. How cool would a Force jersey be this year? Yeah, I'm just looking up who was in it? that Waratah team. Yeah, I'll wear it. Fuck yeah, go the Force. Mm-hmm. Would you want to see him back in Super Rugby? Only, only if it's a very modified structure. I love them in this competition because I think they can match it. Mm. I think once we're playing Kiwi sides, we, we don't have the talent for five teams. Mm. Um, where do you uh, think this... I, I don't know if you know me and if I'm repeating something, but where is this game being played? In, I know SCG. It's oh, is it playing in SCG? Is it? Yeah. Oh, right, nice. I'm going to go Waratah's butt. Sorry, boys, i got to go. 
But um, yeah, I'm on the task. All right, thanks to the chat, boys. Awesome, Good I actually it. enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks. Sorry for the. Yeah, it's fucking torture. It's brutal. Sorry for the lack of input in the first part, but I genuinely couldn't really follow what you were saying. Yeah, that's all right. Neither can I. Sorry about that. We thought you were just intensively listening. Mm, taking notes. You know the stat, man. No, I mean man. that too. Yeah, I wrote, <laughs> absolutely. Right. I wrote everything down. And shorthand, right, I've boys. been learning it. Enjoy you your school holidays, and we'll touch base next right. week. See ya. See ya. See ya. Bye.